Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another broadcast of Obstruction to Justice. I'm Ann Moles, and today we're just going to talk about the different uh, situations, committees, uh, voting voting scenarios that went on here in the greater Kansas City, Missouri area. Now, what we do, we discuss uh, general information about relevant topics of the day, and we highlight politics and economics, communities, and of course, my favorite, businesses. Uh, welcome. Uh, now, we're going to invite you to chime in too today. So this is going to be an opportunity for you to jump in in the chat if you're on the chat for Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitch, jump in and uh, chat about what your thoughts are. Okay. Uh, so we're going to talk about today the uh, some of the elections that went on yesterday. So the results, it was a small election, but big enough to kind of affect your pocketbook if you were thinking about it. And uh, that's uh, the elections that went on in the greater Kansas City, Missouri area. I'm going to pull some stats based on what went on out here in Oak Grove. But um, there's similar situations uh, around the greater Kansas City area and the surrounding uh, cities like Grandview and I believe Raytown voted as well. So the, of course, the city of Kansas City, Missouri. So chime in and share uh, how you voted, if you'd like, and uh, also how would you have voted? So talk about how would you have voted in the situation? And we're going to jump right in today. I'm going to go ahead and let's look at the election what it would have been like uh, the election results. So let's go out and look at the election results. Okay. Now, yeah, you can see that screen pretty good there. The election results. Now this, they're unofficial election results, but it's pretty much how it would have been, you know, based on what, uh, what the count is this thus far. So it's been like 24 hours since the polls have closed. Okay. And I was very curious to kind of know what went on as far as the results were concerned. So here of the results, we're looking at the voter turnout for all of the elections was at 10.5%. So out of all of the people that could have voted, only 10.5% voted. And of course, there were uh, City of Blue Springs, uh, Alderman, and what the Alderman out there. We talked about Alderman last week. Now, Alderman assist mayors. Okay, so the, your city is divided up into different districts, and some cities call them aldermen some cities call them councilmen and based on what it is that you're 
what, uh, what, what's going on in your district, what district you belong to, that alderman, you can contact that alderman to deter and let them know if there's an issue in your area. Grain Valley uh, was another voting area, and that's out here closer to the uh, closer to the Oak Grove area. Now, out of Grain Valley, look at the numbers as far as uh, Grain Valley aldermen who actually voted. Looks like 44% voted for uh, aldermen in Ward 1 and uh you had 178 people that voted and uh, for one candidate and then 222 people that voted for another candidate. Now, those are small, smaller cities in the greater Kansas City, Missouri area. But Grandview is a little bigger. OK, so the uh, they voted for the mayor out there. And it looks like the Leonard D. Jones Jr. was the one that won that election so far. I mean, this is uh, unofficial, but still, you know, close enough to where everything should have been counted. He won by uh, 71 with 71.75 percent of the vote. OK, and then the aldermen, they were voting out there for the aldermen as well. Greenwood. Now, the whole case in point that I notice about all of these elections is that the number of people who could have voted didn't vote. Okay. So that's kind of how it goes when it comes to voting. But right now, I tell you, the best thing to do is to become familiar with uh, what's going on in your area to vote and make sure you're registered to vote. Because there was a couple of elections questions, not just aldermen. So say, for instance, out here in the Oak Grove area, they had two aldermen out here, two aldermen ward positions that were voted on. Um, and actually it looks like three, but there was two that looked like they were on the ballot that I saw when I went to vote. And uh, the question, now of course, we talked about how these aldermen were uncontested, so no one else ran. Now, aldermen can, I mean, they get a salary. It's not like you, some of the cities and towns you can live off of it, but it's a nice, you know, substantial where you can, a you know, nice part-time job if nothing else, right? And that's kind of what we're looking at. Nice part-time job. And hi, Risa Singleton. Thank you so much for joining. Good evening to you. You know, so you're looking like looking at a nice part-time job, you know, and, and here you get an opportunity to know what's going on in your community and you get an opportunity to help what's going on in your community to do something about it, to make a difference. And these are people that ran uncontested. So if their name was on the ballot, they automatically got the vote, right? Unless you had someone go in and write something in, write a person in, which I didn't, you know, looks like there was a percentage, looks like three people wrote, <laughs> wrote in or eight people wrote in for another. Now, one of the bigger questions what on there was the tax for the fuel tax in the Oak Grove area, Oak Grove City, whether or not they could charge a for fuel tax or increase the tax on gas. Now, if you know anything about 
uh, Oak Grove. Oak Grove is, it's a, it's a town, it's a truck stop, right? So of that, the question, the city of Oak Grove question, you had for the vote, there were 302 people that voted yes, and 365 people that voted no. What a very close election, right? So you had some that voted yes, but very close behind, you had a lot that voted no. The same, you know, same amount as far as you know, voted no. Now, the reason why that's interesting is just to know that it could have went either way if someone had stayed home or decided, okay, well, I really do think that we need a tax in Oak Grove, a fuel tax in Oak Grove to work on what they claim that it would work on. So what did you have? You had your, uh, the roads, right? The question, let's just take a look at the question. Now these, these uh, general election information it's out here, it's out there on your, the Board of Elections website. So at any point in time, you want to get to know what's going on, what's coming up in the election, then you definitely would want to go ahead and uh, check it out. Uh, you want to go ahead and, you know, go out there and look and see what's going on with it. Okay, so here, the city of Oak Grove, it's a, what's on the ballot? So you have the alderman out there. And then the question, shall the city of Oak Grove, Missouri, impose a fuel tax of one cent per gallon based on the gallons of, mo gallons of motor vehicle fuel sold? Said fuel tax is to be imposed on and paid by gasoline filling stations in the city the proceeds of which shall be used solely for construction, reconstruction, maintenance, repair, policing, signing, lighting, and cleaning roads and streets in the city for the payment and interest on indebtedness incurred for those purposes. So you had a chance to vote to see whether or not there would be an increase in that. And if, it, if those issues or concern, there were concerns that, you know, issues and you thought it'd be a good idea to one cent sales tax, what's the big deal, right? Well, it being a truck stop, you know, I can see the concern. The big deal is that, hey, it's a truck stop and that's where this is a place where uh, truckers come and fuel and people, it's the last truck stop out of town, right? It's the last maybe major fueling station headed east to St. Louis, right? So I can see where there would be a concern. And, you know, those that said, hey, I, I want to I want to make sure that I want to be a part of this. I want to make sure my vote counts. And I think it's a good idea. You had a chance to vote or no way. We already have too many taxes. Why do we need more? I don't see where there's been improvements based on the, the fuel tax or what we already pay as far as taxes. You know, we're already overtaxed. Well, you had a chance to vote one way or another. Uh, what do you think? You know, it, is, is that something that would be of interest to you? You know, or if you were out here, or if you were in a district where they voted, what would you have voted for the increase in the, in the tax in the one set? Now, one that's just one penny. Yeah. 
But those pennies, pennies do add up, but one cent on the gallon. Would that have made a difference for you? Chime in and uh, share what you think. Yeah, all right. Well, that's one, one thought. So, you know, we talked about all of the people that could have voted but didn't. So that's 10% of who could have voted. And, um, that's not very many. And so if you're interested in, in you, the, the mayor in some cities won and you didn't want them to win, you wanted another candidate to win, then, you know, should have voted. So that's kind of where I go with it. And I'm a big voter, you know, that I vote in every election, whether it matters to me or not. It, it's going to it matters enough for it to be on the ballot. And of course, the right to vote. We do have the right to vote. And many people in our great country have died for the right to vote. And I wanted to make it th make sure that my voice made a difference. So I voted and I do vote. All right. So now. Uh, we talked about that. We talked about the ballot, what was on the ballot for the Oak Grove. Now, there was another situation or question on the ballot. And this is very interesting. And I found it to be so because I actually teach at uh, uh, some classes from time to time at one of the community colleges. So when I go out there and, and I see uh, the students out there, and you, but here in the Oak Grove area, nobody, there's nowhere to go as far as community college. You have to go into Blue Springs for community college. And we talked about that too in driving a couple of towns over to go to community college out there. Well, those uh, the, the town closer in Blue Springs has the opportunity where uh, if you're you're in state, so you pay in state fees going to a Missouri Community College, and yeah, I did share, of course. Well, where does that funding come from? Does that make a difference to you? The funding is one of the funding that Jack Jackson County taxes pays for the community colleges in Missouri, or your your county tax does contribute. Okay, well. A lot of those uh, county taxes have been going up and no one knows why. And then, too, is it a big deal that the you're paying out of state fees if you're just two towns over from the district area of where uh, the line is drawn to where you pay in state fees for a community college? Well, I wanted to know. I looked it up and I checked it out and. What I found is kind of interesting in that, uh, well, what we're looking at, let's look at the notice and what it, what it says here, which is eh, interesting to me. Let's check it out. So what we're looking at here. All right. So the notice this is a notice to hereby is hereby given by the registered qualified voters of the Oak Grove R uh, R6 school district that the board of trustees of the junior college district of metropolitan Kansas City Missouri has called a special election to be held in the Oak Grove 
School District on Tuesday, April the 6th on the question of whether the Oak Grove School District shall be attached to become a part of the Junior College District of Metropolitan Kansas City, Missouri. Hmm. And I know you're excited to uh, find out whether or not that uh, they actually voted to where it was so. Hmm. Well, let's see. I believe, uh, I believe this junior college, I'm going to check it out here. So this junior college question voted yes. So the election was ran yesterday and I'll show that to you. Let me show that to you. The election that was ran yesterday, those in not just the Oak Grove area, but that was also a question for the Grain Valley community, whether or not the Junior College District would be part of the Metropolitan Kansas City, Missouri uh, School District. And both areas voted yes. All right, so you had... Um, majority and it was it was a majority it wasn't a, a no vote uh no's were kind of lagging a bit but uh the yes votes won by like 57 percent and 59 percent so that's a little more than half and people got out and voted now that of course is whether or not a person would be interested in that. But I, I think that it's interesting that they would want to come way out here. It's they've been around for a long time, guys. Metropolitan Community College is, <laughs> oh my goodness, a very long time. And Oak Grove has been out here a very long time too. So why now? Why all of a sudden? Why this year? You know, why COVID year? That was kind of something that I wanted to know about. Uh, I don't know. It, it did happen. But what I do know is that even with, and I wanted to do a comparison, what, does it really make a difference? Or would you be getting a better education at uh, what are the tuition and state tuition fees like? That was my big question. So, of course, I went out here and checked it out. So your tuition fees for the Metropolitan Community Colleges for credit per credit hour, if you were in district, if you were out of district or out of district, it was $198 per credit hour. Okay, so out of the district, now out of state fees, what it was or it still is $256 dollars per credit hour now for now in district because the vote came in and it made it final that the in by the summer here we're looking that at the in district that oak grove and grain valley are now considered in district and per credit hour they do pay those are in, who are in district pay 107 dollars per credit hour okay well here is where the kit 
the real kicker is now I'm a Missouri girl. I'm on the Missouri side, but you know, Johnson County Community College is a great school too. So what were they charging? What was the Johnson County Community College charging for uh, their credit hour? This is pretty interesting because, you know, I, I work out there with them. I hang out at Johnson County from time to time. And what I saw as far as tuition rates, what I saw, now this is for, for per credit hour for the residents. You had $94 per credit hour at the Johnson County Community College. Per credit hour for Kansas City County residents was $112 per credit hour, but look at this. Now Johnson County has been had this, it, it, it's always been this way uh, for some years here, $138 per credit hour for the metro rate. Now what does that mean? That metro rate involves, involves zip codes that start with 640 or 641. So Johnson County has been servicing the 640 area. Hello, that's out here in Oak Grove. And the 641 area, hello, the greater Kansas City, Missouri area. Your zip code starts with 641. You can go, could have went to the Johnson County Community College for a discounted rate for the metro rate of $138 per credit hour. All right. Now, what does that mean? If you break out your trusty calculator here, now that, uh, now that the election is over and the, uh, the election is over and it's been decided, that the um, Metropolitan, the Missouri Metropolitan Community College in district fees are now applicable to the Oak Grove and Grain Valley. So I'm going to 138 minus the $107 in district fees now. So now it's $31. So you're saving $31. If you go to a Metropolitan Community College, the Kansas City or the Missouri Metropolitan Community College, whereas before it was, you were paying out of district fees, $198 or out of state fees, $256. Johnson County has always serviced and has had that service to where um, based on the zip code, it was cheaper. Hmm. Well, it just sounds like someone has been, you know, thinking about it. And I just say, why now? Why all of a sudden? Why all of a sudden with this county tax issue uh, going up, Jackson County tax issue, and, and why all of a sudden now? Well, Kansas has always offered a discounted community college education uh, for, for quite some time. And they're even now... Missouri uh, is only uh, beating them by $31 per credit hour. So you take your pick to see what the teacher 
teachers are like eeny meeny, but also decide what class schedules you like, uh, the quality of education. Community college is community college, but even still, what would be available, you can get some of your credit hours out of the way uh, before you consider going to a four-year college or something like that. It's still a very economical thing to do. And, you know, we're into education. You know, we're into education, ASBNC training and consulting. Um, we've been, uh, that's what we've been doing for a, a very long time. We do a little different as far as training. We do a lot of corporate training computer training, one-on-ones, we do those as well, but a lot of groups and teams. Ah, Anthony Clark, blessings to you. So we, um, we do a lot of that, and I think the concern that we have is that, um, you know, people just need a place where they can sharpen their skills. They need a place to where they can um, learn a particular skill if, or interest without breaking the bank. I think that's so important to do. We don't want to get in debt with the school loans and everything. Many are burdened. Oh, gosh, let's not talk about school loans. Well, your community college is a good alternative to get you started. I don't think that it's a, uh, a, a, a big deal as far as, you know, some people say if you're going to go to a college, you want to get into this type of college or, or that type of college. People lie and, and steal and pay people off to get into some of these colleges. And of course you go into debt going to some of these colleges and you wonder whether or not the piece of paper that you paid for is even worth it, especially being in debt. You know, we look at, okay, skill focus. What is it that you're wanting to do? And can you get started doing what you're wanting to do by getting a, community college degree. This one of the community colleges offer the training and teaching in that area and then take that and go get the job or at an entry level and then let the let the um, company. There's a lot of good companies out there that that still spend or have a tuition reimbursement program. Go out there and get with a good company where then they'll pay for it. They'll pay for the continuing education. And that's an option. You know, I did, I did some of that years ago. So, you know, taking advantage of that benefit. And even still, if you've decided, well, uh, the community college might be an option for me, or I'm not quite sure what it is that I want to do, community college may be enough if that particular course is offered and then you can, uh, during that time, get on with uh, maybe a volunteer opportunity or a, um, a way where you can get some, uh, some on-the-job training support there, uh, you know, if you're interested in it. So that could be just enough. You don't have to go spend the, the big dollars because a lot of this is really they want life skills. They want you to say, okay, well, I'm out of school, out of, out of uh, college or whatever, but then I've also worked maybe as a side hustle. That's something that you can do. Uh, taking advantage of, of being able to get the community college degree, but then uh, as you go and as you grow, putting up your shingle sign uh, and saying, you know, 
put your ads out there on, uh, I don't know if Craigslist is an op option anymore, but a place like that, a job board or a, um, a small, small jobs board or whatever, word of mouth, get you some business cards together. And every, every time you talk with someone about it, hand them a card, let them know that that's something that you do. And then that kind of helps you along too. Practicum is really theory. Theory and education is good. And that's what you're going to get in school. That's what you're going to get in college. I don't care if you pay the Ivy League, <laughs> Ivy League fee, or if you pay the community college fee. It's all theory until you put your hands on it. And then it becomes practicum. And that's what you know we like to do here at ASBNC Training and Consulting. Yeah, we'll get you in on that theory, but the challenge becomes let's put your hands on it. So we're not going to just open a book and teach you. Of course, that's kind of not what what goes on on some online training, which you know people are kind of leery of online. Can I really learn online? That's another question. Uh, a lot of these big paying colleges or to big fee tuition fee colleges, they're going online. They've been online because of the different situations, uh, lockdowns and everything. So you're paying all that big money for an online degree. And then of course, when you do graduate, you can put it on your resume that you went to this type of college or, you know, high paying college. And it's supposed to guarantee you a better job. I don't know. I don't know whether or not that's true or not. Uh, some people may get the better job because of the the bigger dollar amount that they spent on their education. But I think still, you, know, you still have to market yourself. You still have to get out there and, and make it happen. So yeah, it's left up to you to think about that one. But I just found it interesting that now, all of a sudden, this year, the question as far as whether or not the Metropolitan Community College of Missouri would come as far out as Grain Valley and Oak Grove and become a part of the school district. Um, you know, like I said, the way that it's funded, it just looks a little, eh, weird. <laughs> a little weird, hard times. They're just trying to suck up the money wherever they can. Uh and of course, like I said, Johnson County Community College has always had a very reasonable base fee for those who who live in the zip code areas that they serve. So you go across the Missouri line and any anyone that lives in a 640 or 641 zip code, they actually get a discounted rate for attending the college there in Kansas City, uh, Johnson County Community College. Uh, well, that's kind of what we're we're done for today on that one. Uh, obstruction of justice, you know, we, we talk about a lot of different things, but I think the the main thing is, you know, what's really going on? What's 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 the underlying factor of different things that's going on in the different communities? And can we do something about it? Let's talk about it. And there's a forum for that. And that's what this forum is all about. So we get a chance to talk about it a little bit. If you want to chime in, feel free to do so. 
And how did you vote? How did you vote as far as the the aldermen? Which is an interesting thing too. Aldermen, some of them had the challengers, but most of them didn't. So how do you know when the position of alderman is available or a council person or councilwoman, councilman? How do you know when the position is open and available so that if you're interested or if you know of some other person that would be great for the job and they're thinking about being and getting into politics, you can make a suggestion to them and they can you know, take the ball and run with it. Uh, yeah, uh, just check it out. Find out what it is that they need to do. And of course, being a part and having a voice in politics and voting helps to make sure that you're on top of things. So the alderman, the tax, that, I think this is just the beginning. They voted, uh, they voted for that sales tax, voted no, we're not going to have it out here, which, you know, one way or another, I'm not going to give my opinion on it. Well, why not? Because uh, it could have went either way. It's one cent. But at what point does it become more? and more and more when it comes to this tax. There's a lot coming down the pipe. I think that there's going to be a challenge of how this uh, debt's going to get paid or whether or not it is going to be get paid. All of the stimulus that's been, uh, stimulus checks and money, how is that going to be paid? I think even now, uh, the children, the grandchildren, are they going to pay for it? How is this gonna happen? Uh, well, they've talked about different things, great reset, but is that going to be before they start putting tax increases on the line? And um, yeah, just a lot to think about. Well, <sighs> I think that's enough for now. If you uh, need any assistance in working with your learning management system, content development, maybe you don't know what learning management system to to use or to get for your team, yeah, check us out. Go out there on www.asbnc.com and check us out and contact us and we'll get back with you on that. If you're not sure what to do with your career, go out there on asbnc.com and look us up for a career management class or we do one-on-ones from time to time, but you know, the consultation is free. So if you have any questions about what you may want to do with your career, let us know. Drop us a line. Schedule a meeting. Yeah, a little 10, 15 minute time to, to chat about what it is you're thinking about when it comes to your career, when it comes to your learning, your training, maybe your team's training. Yeah, drop us a line. We'll be glad to hear from you. Definitely glad to hear from you. Well, it's uh, been kind of a short session today. I think next week we have some things planned, but we're going to get some more, some more people on to talk about their businesses. And just uh, from time to time, we just want to make sure that we talk about community affairs and, uh, and everything. Cause once I get the people on to talk about business, it just takes up all the time because it's so interesting. I think our community responsibilities are very interesting as well. Drop us a line and let us know what you think. Hmm? In the meantime, take care. And if uh, the Lord says the same, we'll see you next time.
Justice. 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 Justice.